So what is the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the words jazz nativity? Because I'm from Utah, it's Carl Malone and John Stockton <laughs> leaning over a manger with a basketball in there. <laughs> So I went back to Pocatello, my hometown, about a month ago with my family. And my son said he wanted to see the bridge where I saw the troll. Because I would always tell the story about walking to soccer practice and hearing noises under the bridge and getting super scared and seeing a troll. And then the troll just wanted to play soccer. So I invited him to play soccer on my team. And this is not a real story. Stop making that face. This is just no, no, no. That's that is child. not my concern. My concern is you always would tell this story, so you constantly lie to your son. Is what you're telling me? <laughs> you don't lie to your kid. I mean, not about stuff like that. <laughs> no. Oh, I lie to my kids all the time about stuff like that. They know my kids do not put up with my crap anymore. Yeah, I think you're too. They're too young, and you're too young for that to be a thing already. Like you need to have them get older before they stop believing that. My lies are harmless and fun. Okay. And also, if called on him, I will say I'm lying. And if you believe that I really invited a young troll kid to join my soccer team and I learned a valuable lesson about diversity and acceptance, you're stupid. <laughs> okay. I, I don't disagree with that. All right. Continue your story. All right. So anyway, I would always tell the story and we we're just sitting like, what should we do? He's like, oh, I want to see the bridge. And he's like, wait, was that bridge real, dad? He's getting all dowdy. I'm like, yes, the bridge is real. I'll take you to the bridge. So what it was is... My, I grew up on this hill, and at the bottom of the hill was a grade school where a lot of my soccer practices were held over the years. I didn't go to this school. This was our rival school. There were three ways down the hill. This road would take you to my school. This road would take you out of town. Or you could go straight down the hill, not on a road, just on this dirt path through a gully. And that was the fastest way for me to get to soccer practice. So I would do that. And you have to go down the steep incline through all the sagebrush and stuff past a, a cottonwood tree. And then there was a creek with a, a bridge over it. So they had actually closed off the top of this now. There's houses there. You can't access it like you used to be able to because, you know, society and civilization is encroaching on the natural world. And it's sad. And I miss my easy creek access. But um, we went around to the school and we were just dorking around there at, at night and I was all of a sudden reminded of what I used to do when I was in junior high which was get a big long stick like a like a staff and I would go and I would stand on the stupid bridge in the middle of the night just waiting for someone to come fight me and I stood on that bridge a lot any fights nope not a single never saw a single human being out there but I was the bridge keeper I was gonna be like a thing that protected the bridge from I didn't think it through. I did not think it through. Well, I think inadvertently it became your thinking spot. <laughs> I did do a lot of thinking. You on just that went bridge. out there and just kind of had a moment to yourself. Which is important, you know, if you're an insomniac junior high kid, you got to go somewhere. This was before, you know, the internet, so it wasn't anything else for me to do. Especially one inclined to stand on bridges with sticks and threaten to fight people. I think it's important that that kid gets some alone time. <laughs> Every once in a while, about <laughs> nature. I think we're we're just delving into the origin story that tells why you are still out in modern society. I haven't been jailed yet. 
It's the fact that you're the on this. That I had like you're on this bridge with a stick, and nobody bothered you. That's the only way that this works out. Otherwise, you attack somebody, they fall off the bridge and die, and you have to cover it up, and it becomes a whole thing. I never considered that I would actually kill somebody. This isn't like the Mortal Kombat bridge over a pit with spikes. It's just you know, it's like a it was like a ten foot bridge, long bridge. The crick was like I don't know, maybe four feet down from where the the bridge was. So it's <laughs> if if I killed somebody at that point. It, it would be bad. Also tells me that you need some alone time because you keep talking about cricks and gullies. I'm from Idaho where it's nothing but cricks and gullies as far as the eye can see. I believe you. I just Anybody that talks about those is somebody that needs need some time with their thoughts. So, <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. I think people today would be a lot better off if they had more cricks and gullies to go spend some time in. When I was a kid, there were the dirt fields, there were the dirt trails, there were the wheat fields, and there was the gully. And there wow, was the, that's quite uh, a feature of settings you have there. Where do we want to play today? This is in all of them. You want to play that dirt field? How about we play the other dirt field or the gully? No, they had their own name. Dirt field was one. Dirt trails was one. The gully was one. The elephant graveyard was one. Or no, it was the elephant's tomb. Sorry. There was Devil's Hill. There was uh, the this grove of trees that we honestly thought was uh, a hideout for the bloods. Yeah, there was a lot of weird places in our mind. Yes, okay, good. At least you said in your mind. <laughs> well, yes, they, obviously in my mind. <laughs> Where the bloods hit out. <laughs> we had heard about the bloods in the crypts. They were a thing that people were talking about in the news and in schools and stuff. And we assumed that they had to be in Pocatello. <laughs> and oh, we were in grade school. My friend's dad was a cop, so... He was obsessed with law enforcement and gangs and stuff like that. And we had this place where we were going to start our own gang. It was in this grove of trees. That was going to be our hideout. And then we went there one day and there was a note that said, get out, bloods. And we're like, oh, crap, this is where the bloods are. And we won't, we wouldn't go back there because we thought it was blood turf. <laughs> and that's why I learned to defend myself using a stick. Just in case the bloods invaded and you needed to Yeah, I was going to protect my turf. bridge from the bloods and the crypts. I was the border between them. The blood's on one side, the crypt's on the other. Like, let's go rumble. Like, no, we can't mess with bridge keeper. <laughs> Kids on the bridge with the stick again. Damn it. All right, go around. <laughs> we'll rumble over there. Yeah, let's just leave bridge kid alone. He clearly has enough issues. But he's working them out by standing there. He's coming to grips with something. Yeah, they 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 clearly did you a favor. Yeah, well, yes, I'm just ignoring you. The the Bloods and the Crips both did me a favor by not trying to murder me or recruit me. I like how you keep pointing out the Bloods and the Crips, so you don't want to put it down one group or the other. It's like no, no, no. Both the Bloods and the Crips were both involved in this. When neither one was actually involved in this. Yeah, but in my mind at the time, they were both major factions playing for dominance over the Pocatello scene. <laughs> what a weird, <laughs> weird childhood imagination you had. The Bloods and the Crips are fighting over Pocatello and only I can defend it with my stick on my bridge. I wasn't going to defend. I knew I couldn't hold them off, but, you know. I could, <laughs> I could slow them down. <laughs> give time for the city to escape. <laughs> Noble soul that you are. <laughs> what's gonna happen if the bloods and the crypts actually start fighting in pocatello well this asshole with the stick isn't gonna help any <laughs> city is burning and he's just out on the bridge with the stick not, not really helping much that bridge will not burn you didn't have anything like that you didn't think there was 
more going on in your town than than there actually was. You didn't like claim a part of it as your domain to protect. Did you ever try to build a hatchet? Uh, I think I probably did after reading Indian in the Cupboard. But not to protect yourself from gangs. No, oh. no, I didn't worry about gangs. I, uh, I, I don't think there were. I mean, if there were gangs, I was woefully uh, unaware of them. I can't really think of anything like my yard was definitely my domain, but that was because it was fenced in and I was told not to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I didn't go out to, like, the woods and play with friends because the woods were very far away from us. We are kind of, like, in the middle of our small town, but still. So you couldn't really get to woods very easily, and I definitely did not have the stand-by-me childhood. I had the sit-by-me while I play Resident Evil for hours. Yeah, we, we lived very different childhoods then. I was very much a free-range child. If I wanted to go play with my friends anywhere, I just had to tell my parents where I was, even though I was going to be on the other end of town in a gully. I don't know why you seem to think that word's so weird, but it's been, it's been a lot it's of not, time. It's not weird, it's just a, it's a very specific word. Like, you can tell what kind of person a person <laughs> was when they would say, going to play in the gully. I played in a lot of goalies. For us, building a fort was digging a hole and putting particle board over the top of it. Yeah, we definitely had very different childhoods. You made you made do with what you had. Yeah, and that's that's wonderful for imagination. It was great. It made me into the the man I am today. I think if people spent more time outside digging holes and putting particle board over it, or sledding down dangerous trails, or convinced that or plotting to protect their turf from gangs from the hood you know they would have more problem solving abilities they would be able to be bored better that's the problem with millennials they never played in the gully see there's statements peppered in there that i agree with (laughs) but i can't say i agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying because i do not i am exaggerating but yeah i do think yes i think i had a great childhood i'm absolutely very happy when i look back it was great for my imagination i i lived in a world it was very different from what my son and my daughter will grow up in. And even talking to my wife or other adults, like you, for example, sitting around playing your Resident Evil. Very different. I was convinced that there was a place with an undead mammoth buried in my friend's backyard that we could go and, and touch. But we didn't do it at night because, you know, stuff could happen. Didn't have many friends because i go around <laughs> school asking people, you want to come over and touch my mammoth? <laughs> Not what I said. <laughs> Just mammoth. have to hop over the gully and go over the bridge. Just don't mind the guy with the stick. <laughs> He's the one that defends us from the blood and the crypts. <laughs> See, isn't this a more magical world than, you know, hey, you want to come over to my place and play video games? Yeah, sure, sounds good. Like, there, yes, there was story, yes. there was stakes. There were interesting things going there on all around definitely me. definitely stakes. None of these what things What will his were social real. life be like? Not much. Out on a bridge with the stick. No, I, I yes, I I agree. Yes, that was very much more imaginative, and there's a lot more world building to that than come over and we'll play Mario Kart for three hours. I should write a book about Pocatello in the early '90s. At least how I thought it was. It's not even close. So don't bother. Just enjoy what you have in your mind because what was actually there. No, no, just I'm just gonna write what's in my mind. I'm not gonna do any research. I'm just gonna think, like you know, oh, what was that? That uh, place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the guy died so we named the hill dead man's drop and uh, we had a good time sledding down it yes write your child draw your childhood map of pocatello <laughs> and just based on what you remember and publish that on reddit somewhere and let somebody from actually in pocatello right now say like uh no or yeah dude i totally remember that 
Yeah, if, I bet if I found any of my childhood friends, like cause the the ones I do still hang out, we talk about some of this stuff. Like this wasn't just me; we were no. all delusional. Right. I, I guess the stand by me. Like you, you've all bought into this. You all agree. That's yeah. How it has to be. My friends just all agreed that we would get together and play a day's worth of Goldeneye. See, and we That's... did that too. We played plenty of Goldeneye. Afterwards, we'd uh, go catch scorpions and figure out what we were going to do with scorpions. <laughs> uh, childhood. Live it. Enjoy it. You get to be adults. It sucks. I don't know. I'm trying to like... My, <laughs> my when you tell somebody I'm going to go catch scorpions and figure out what to do with scorpions, <laughs> they want to have you arrested. No, I've told my son, one of these days, if we're ever up in Pocatello in the summer, I'm going to go catch scorpions with him. I'm going to teach him how to do it. Great father. If there's any... Here's the problem. People keep building houses in all the cool spots. The wonder of my childhood has been destroyed, not by growing up, but by idiots building new houses. So gentrification is ruining your holes and your scorpions. (laughs) At one time, they were building... uh, So there was a bridge. Does the highway kind of cut through my hill? And they, they, they dig out a part of it. And so there was this area over here and this area over here and there's a bridge an overpass between them and i had friends that lived on both sides of the bridge one year they tore the bridge down and they rebuilt it stronger and better and safer and all that stuff my friend who lived really close to it was so annoyed by the loud construction of them driving the pillars in over and over that he and his brother would go and sabotage the construction (laughs) and we're like why are you doing that to get back in for making all the noise they're just gonna make the noise longer now because they have to redo all the stuff you broke. So they would actually, like, sabotage, like, cut the fuel line of a bulldozer and stuff like that? I don't know what they would do. but like, Or, like, I, put, I, a wood, put a wood block in front of the tire. Like, that'll teach them. And then just rolled over it. And they're like stupid Honestly, kids. knowing these guys, they probably just threw rocks at the backhoe when no one was in it. But Okay. That's okay. Otherwise, you're talking about possible felonies that could get them in jail these days. Oh, the statute of limitations is probably up. Yeah, this was a long, long time ago. This was in the 90s when everyone sabotaged construction. (laughs) I'm just waiting for something to, like, come out. I was like, wait, you're talking about the boys that committed the (laughs) the construction (laughs) disaster of 1994. So, like, there's something like that would come up. Four people died that day. (laughs) Yes, you're talking about people listening to this podcast. Somebody finally listens and it's just like, we finally found them. There was another time when they, uh, so there was the Dirt Fields. I told you, they each had different names. The Dirt Fields was just a, like an eighth of a block little dirt path where we would have our school bus stop. So it was like like the, the minor leagues of these goalies and places to play in. But you, there were some jumps there that we built, and you know there was a few scorpions from time to time. Uh, it was a fun place to go. It was close. The bus dropped us off there, so it was convenient. It was on our way home. Well, uh, when I was probably like fourth grade, they uh, they started marking it off for construction, and they were going to build two houses there. Like that's literally all it was. It was two houses worth of land, and we were so mad and we were so upset that we got all the kids to sign a thing, like saying "Don't build houses here." But you know what? What like you know, ten kids on a. Th- Thing, a crappy handwriting don't build houses is not going to stop anything so we decided we were going to S- scooby-doo that place and we were going to convince them that it was haunted so you tried to mix scooby-doo with goonies yeah we tried it didn't work no, uh, of course not 
<laughs> I, I I don't even think we ever enacted the first plan of walking around with sheets and then making people talk about ghosts. We just started the rumor like, yeah, it's haunted. We just talked about it at school with other kids, hoping it would get to an adult and then that adult would tell another adult like, oh yeah, those dirt fields, they're haunted as shit, man. We can't build houses there. No follow through. What are you guys going to do for us? Well, we're going to cut holes in these sheets and walk around like ghosts. Did you get to that part yet? No, no, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> Well, the know, easiest it's, it's, thing to possibly do, we have not done. <laughs> just stand out in the middle of the field with a sheet on my head and start my career of standing places. Yeah, phase one of this ten-phase plan. Where are we at on this? Well, we've talked about it. That's as far as we've gotten. We're kids. You heard so. the dirt fields are haunted. Yeah, definitely don't want to do anything there. What happened? Some kid died jumping his dirt bike, and he said, "Now this land should only be used for dirt bikes, nothing else." Ooh. Uh, kids are smart and kids are stupid. It's fun to be a kid. I would totally do all this again if I could. Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. Thank you.